of Jungle Jim. The Adventures of Jungle Jim, broadcast weekly over this station, are dramatized from the full-color action pictures to be found in the Comic Weekly, the world's greatest comic supplement that comes to you each week with your Hearst Sunday newspaper. Join the 11 million adults and 6 million youngsters who make their weekends more enjoyable reading the world's greatest comic and adventure pictures by the world's best artists, featured in every issue of the Comic Weekly. Insist on the Sunday newspaper that brings you the Comic Weekly. Just when the Karnak case appeared to be completed and all danger passed, Jungle Jim narrowly escaped death at the hands of the murderous Koa, the last of Karnak's outlaws. Only Jim's superior knowledge of the Japanese defensive art of jiu-jitsu saved him from the savage attack by the wily Koa, who fell from the balcony of Jim's room and was instantly killed. With the final closing of the grueling Karnak case, Jim and Lil take a much-needed vacation. For the first time, Jim sees a new Lil, a girl almost as adept in most sports as he is, and in some cases, his superior. They have just returned from an exciting hour or two of surfboard riding, at the beach of Pagoon's exclusive beach club, when... <laughs> well, Lil, I'll have to admit you can beat me on those surfboards. I've just been able to master the art of balancing myself. Oh, you'll soon be able to do it. <laughs> that surely was a pretty spell you took, though. <laughs> a complete somersault. Well, I thought you'd never come up. <laughs> Boy, neither did I. It all happened so quick. And those breakers certainly gave me a pounding. Oh, I'm much better riding a high-spirited horse than I am on those waves with a surfboard. Well, how about sitting down here on the sand and relaxing? Now, Lil, you're talking about my favorite form of exercise. Ah. This is the life. Fresh air, sunshine, complete relaxation. <laughs> I can stand a whole lot of this before I'll get tired of it. Yes, Lil. This is just when I need it. You bet. I'm beginning to feel like my old self again. Certainly doing you a world of good. I never remember seeing you look so well. The rest... Good food and the sun have certainly done wonders for you. What a big difference in your appearance. Why, a month or so ago, you'd have been able to double for a ghost or the thin man in the circus. <laughs> You're telling me. I used to be afraid to look in a mirror. And you're certainly tall, dark, and handsome now. A regular Adonis. Here, here now, Lil. Don't you start that. <laughs> Bad enough to have to take it from those giddy young debutantes up there at the club. You're certainly popular with them. How they gather around when you appear. <laughs> I'm afraid their boyfriends aren't altogether enthusiastic about having you as competition. Oh, stop trying to kid an old campaigner, Lil. Well, I'm dead serious. How about that little southern belle, Mary Belle Willis? Oh, Mr. Bradley, I could dance with you forever. You tango so divine. And I could just die walking with you. <laughs> <laughs> Say, I thought we were going to lie out here in the sun and just relax. Mm-hmm. I can't relax with you putting on those impersonations. Huh? Jim, I have a message for you. Oh, hello, Carlo. Who's it from? Another invitation to a tea dance out there. No, Mr. Lil. Be from Colonel Willis. Hmm? Big plantation owner. Look for you, Tuan Jim. Want you to go lunch with him. Okay, Carlo. Uh, what time do you say? Him say 12.30. Meet him at club, Tuan. Must bring answer. All right, Carlo. Thank him and tell him I'll be there. Uh, yes, Tuan. And lay me out some clothes, will you, Carlo? Yes, Tuan. Time now, 11 o'clock, Tuan Jim. Thanks, Colo. I'll be up there in a few minutes. A luncheon date with Colonel Willis, the big Paguan planter. Well, I can see his little honey child's fine hand in there. Don't be silly, Lil. The Colonel and I have struck up quite a friendship. Oh. The governor told him all about me. Uh -huh. And he's been quite anxious to have a quiet little chat with me. 
And I'll be willing to wait that his little Maribel, the flower of the south, will be there, too, pouring out a lot of honey-worded draw. Well, if I didn't know you, I'd say you were jealous. Me jealous? Mm-hmm. Now, Jim, you know that's not the case. Especially where little Maribel is concerned. I might be inclined to be jealous if it was some suave, worldly sophisticate. But little Maribel, <laughs> that's a laugh. Well, if I'm going to be on time, I'd better be heading for the beach house. Are you coming along, Lil? No, thanks. I'll spend a little time out here on the beach. So long, then. I'll see you after lunch. I might take you on for some more surfboard acrobatics. Okay, Jim. Be careful of Maribel. You're so masterful, Mr. Bradley. And never let it be said that Lil isn't a wise prophet when it comes to predicting the whims of the unpredictable feminine sex. For as Jungle Jim, bronze and erect, enters the lounge of the beach club, a deep sigh of admiration swells from the delicate throat of Mary Bell Willis, the little southern coquette whose father, a wealthy Pagoan planter and businessman, has invited Jungle Jim to lunch. How do you do, Miss Willis? Mm-hmm. Am I on time, Colonel? Yes, sir, Mr. Bradley. Glad you were able to accept my invitation. When Mary Bell here found out I was lunching with you, she decided to cut in on the party. <laughs> I hope you don't mind, Mr. Bradley. Not a bit, Miss Willis. On the contrary, I'm delighted. There you see, Daddy. I knew Mr. Bradley wouldn't mind. Confounded, Maribel, you gave him no other alternative. You women are all alike. Don't mind, Daddy, Mr. Bradley. He always growls like that, but he's really quite harmless. Now, that's enough, Maribel. I don't mind you inviting yourself to this luncheon, but if you're going to monopolize the conversation, I'll have to send you along home. I have a little business I want to talk over with Mr. Bradley. But perhaps Mr. Bradley would rather not talk business, Daddy. After all, he's really now, on Maribel, a vacation. Now, let Mr. Bradley speak for himself. That's quite all right, Colonel. I'll be glad to discuss anything you want to talk about. Very good. Uh, shall we go in, sir? I have a table reserved. Uh, Miss Willis, uh, may I have the pleasure? <laughs> I'd be delighted, Mr. Bradley. And would you mind if I asked you to call me Maribel? Everyone else does. Now, Maribel. Yes, Miss, uh, I mean, uh, Maribel. Uh, thank you, Mr. Bradley. Don't encourage him, Mr. Bradley. She can make an awful nuisance of herself if given the least opportunity. Why, Daddy, how you talk. Well, I, I discussed the matter pretty thoroughly with Governor Thorpe, and he was highly enthusiastic over the idea. I don't have to tell you, sir, that the Governor has a great admiration for you. He has the highest regard for your courage, intelligence, and foresight. And be sure you're the man I want. Mr. Bradley, my... Board of Directors and I feel exactly the same way. Well, there's no denying it's a very interesting proposition and a very flattering offer. And, of course, I'd have to think about it pretty seriously before I make any decision. Oh, exactly, Mr. Bradley. I, <laughs> I didn't expect you to give me an immediate answer. All I ask is that you give it serious consideration and weigh carefully the advantages the position offers. Oh, you can be sure I'll do that, sir. And I must admit it, well, it appeals very favorably to me right at the moment. Now, um, is there any definite time limit for acceptance or refusal? Well, no, but <laughs> naturally we can't let the office stand too long. Now, of course, I, I understand, Colonel Willis. Uh, suppose I say the day after tomorrow. Well, it'll be fine, fine. Well, though there's no hurry for a week or <laughs> even ten days. Now, may I talk, Daddy? Well, yes, I suppose so. Providing Mr. Bradley here hasn't any further questions. None whatever, Colonel. <laughs> Go ahead, Maribel. Well, I want to be excused in a few minutes. I have an appointment with Eleonora. But, Mr. Bradley, 
please accept Daddy's offer. It'll be just too, too divine to have you here with us all the time. And a few minutes later in the powder room, Mary Bell Willis is excitedly breaking into some very exciting news to a sister Deb over the phone. She is so excited, she fails to see Lil enter and catch part of her conversation and leave. But it's gospel truth, Kathy. Cross my heart. I had lunch with Daddy and that handsome Mr. Bradley. And he told Daddy he was crazy about the offer. Imagine, Kathy. He's a bachelor. All the most handsome, divine, eligible bachelor we ever had for girls. You'll do nothing of the kind. It's not fair. Because, because I've already asked Daddy, and he's planning a dinner dance for us. And I have first call on Mr. Bradley after all. Well, it was I who discovered him. One Jim go to lunch, not come back. Oh. Go someplace, big man Colonel Willis, I think. Very good, Colonel. But if Jim does come in, tell him I'll be waiting for him out on the terrace. It's rather important. Colu mm. hope nothing bad happened, Mr. Lil. Well, it isn't good. I can tell you that much. We're overstaying our time here, Colu. Mm. Jim and you and I are not made for this soft, lazy life in civilization. We belong where danger beckons and where there's adventure and things to be done. Colu mm. like be here, Mr. Lil. Tuan Jim, he like too. Get good rest. Strong. Very good now. You look good too, Missy Lil. Yeah, it was all right for a while, but it soon tells on you. You get bored and restless. No, Cole, this is no place for us. What's all this? What's no place for us? Why, only this morning you were regaling me with the overwhelming advantages of living like civilized human beings again. Why the sudden change of heart? You want anything now, Tuan? Uh, no, Cole, you can go. Well, Lil, let's go out in the balcony. We can catch a little breeze from the sea out there. All right, Jim, but I want to have a heart-to-heart talk with you. All right. Well, just plant yourself in one of those nice, comfortable chairs and fire away. Thanks. Well, what's on your mind, Lil? I don't mind confessing. I'm getting bored. We don't belong in surroundings like this. The life's too easy. We belong in a different atmosphere. Say, what's the matter with this atmosphere? I'm beginning to enjoy it. So were you a few hours ago. Well... Now, 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 break down and confess, Lil. Something has happened to change your mind. So who have you been talking to? No one outside of Kolu, and we didn't discuss anything but your whereabouts. Now, Lil, I flatter myself. I know you pretty well. And I'm dead sure when you start out like you just did, about a change of atmosphere, something has happened to cause you to want to get away. Nonsense. Just that I'm getting bored, Jim. Restless. I want to be doing something other than merely playing around. Mm, There's no use trying that argument, Lil. It's as flimsy as mosquito netting, and I can see right through it. You've got a very good reason for acting like you are. There's something on your mind. Now, come on, Lil. Out with it. The truth and nothing but the truth. Well, it's nothing at all, Jim. It's just an idea of mine. It uh, won't have anything to do with Colonel Willis. His uh, daughter, Maribel. Something that we discussed at luncheon today. Why, no. Don't be silly. Well, how would I know about your offers at luncheon? So, that's it, hmm? You've heard something. Well, perhaps I did hear something. You can't stop people from talking, especially someone like Maribel Willis. I knew it. I had a perfect hunch with that. Well, how much do you know about the proposition Colonel Willis made? 
I must know that you'd be letting yourself in for a lot of trouble you hadn't bargained for if you accept that sugar-coated offer. That's a tempting piece of bait, my little fish. But remember, there's a big hook hidden in it. Don't get caught. Free advice by the Orient's voice of experience, Lily DeVril, alias Shanghai Lil, the soothsayer. Just what is this tempting offer Colonel Willis made Jungle Jim? Has his coquettish daughter a hand in the offer to snare Jungle Jim away from Lil and the turbulent life of adventure he has always followed? Will Lil be successful in winning Jungle Jim back to her idea of comparative safety in the melee jungle? Don't miss the next exciting episode in the adventures of Jungle Jim. Remember, you can follow these adventures in the full-color action pictures which appear in the Comic Weekly, the world's greatest comic supplement containing the best full-color adventure and comic pictures. Remember, no other comic supplement can give you the top names of cartoon land like the list of all-star favorites to be found in the Comic Weekly. The whole family follow the fun and frolics of Popeye the Sailor, Tilly the Toiler, Barney Google, and the Little King, the impish antics of Skippy, the Katzenyama Kids, the immortal Mickey Mouse, as well as the exciting adventures of Flash Gordon and Jungle Jim. Join the 11 million adults and 6 million youngsters who every week find the greatest of home entertainment in the Comic Weekly, which comes to you with your Hearst Sunday newspaper. More thrilling radio adventures of Jungle Jim will be heard at the same time next week over this same station. Be sure to tune in. Tune in.